I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. Let's go! Well, we haven't been good enough in cup competitions since I've come in the door, so that's the reality. Four weeks ago, I felt on top of the world. I felt fantastic. Proudest man on the planet. Right now, I feel like the worst. That's football for you. I thought we were terrific for 120 minutes. I thought we, we gave everything. Players that came on, you know, gave me everything. They've done it all the time this season. And it's that sort of never say die attitude. It just shows you the character of the players. We're in the next round, and I'm, I'm just delighted. The Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, and Mark Weedy. Call now and Voice your opinion. 0808 1717 700. Let's go, 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 go. Well, you heard it there in the tone of the Rangers manager, Stephen Gerrard. His tone told you everything. Xander Clark ripped up the script at Ibrooks last night in the Cup quarterfinal, beating Rangers in the penalties. St Johnson joined Hebs and Dundee United in the Scottish Cup semi-finals. And Kilmarnock plays St Mirren this evening. Mark Guidi joins us. Barry Ferguson. Barry, could you believe it last night? No, uh, to be honest with you, Paul, it was a, a shock. I fully expected um, Rangers to win the game. I knew it was going to be a hard game, no doubt about it. Um, I did mention on Friday that St Johnson are a team that's impressed me over the last two or three months. Um, but listen, at the end of the day, Rangers didn't play well, but they still had the chances, Paul, to, to win the game. They didn't take them. And you've got to give credit to St Johnson. I thought St Johnson were very well organised, um, but the biggest thing that impressed me about St Johnson is when they had possession of the ball, they used it very well. Um, so, look, a kick in the teeth for, for Rangers. It was another opportunity um, to win a cup. Um, and they've not been good enough at the end of the day. Um, they'll need to lick their wounds because uh, they've got a big game coming up at the weekend. But overall, disappointed in Rangers not going through. And if you listen to the manager mm. in his interview, he was absolute seething. Um, he's not happy. And I'm sure he would have locked him in that dressing room for a good 15 or 20 minutes and, and had a few things to say to them. Mark Guidi, you could hear in his voice there, one trophy in nine, and he said, you know, I was on top of the world three weeks ago, now that's football, feels terrible. Yeah, because he didn't want the season to, to fizzle out, Paul, you know, there's, there's three weekends to go, and um, listen, it doesn't take away from what Rangers have achieved in, in the league, of course it doesn't, but they still wanted the Scottish Cup, mm. you know, they were desperate to do a league and cup double and really round off the season on a proper high, whether it be at Hampden Park or another stadium on May 22nd, but credit to St Johnson to Callum Davidson and his players they were absolutely fantastic and showed a lot of bravery and a lot of bottle and you know to come back from a goal down with two or three minutes to go and still keep going into the, the 120th minute says a lot about what's going on there We're going to speak to Xander Clark first interview in a few moments time he's joining us here live on Glasgow's own Go Radio with OPC Energy Limited it's not the way the Rangers fans thought it was going to be the double was on they didn't want complacency um, the manager you could hear him at the end there let's hear a word from Stephen Gerrard how he felt after the game and about that performance been stung by not being able to see the game out. This was a tough game tonight. You know, credit to St. Johnson and congratulations to them. They defended really well. They were organised. They were stubborn, um, but we kept asking a lot of questions. We kept trying to create and probe, and 
I think over the course of the 90 minutes and the 120, it was us who created the best chances and probably deserved to win the game. But cup football doesn't work like that. You don't always get what you deserve. And Barry, when Rangers went one up with, what, three minutes left, you thought that was it, just see the game out? Yeah, I fully expected that. Um, as I said, they'd created a number of chances, didn't take them. Once James Tavernier got that goal, great ball in for Aribo and a great header uh, by Tavernier. Then I'm thinking three minutes to go that they've got the experience to, to see the game out. Um, and they didn't. And that's one of the things that I'm sure the manager will be angry about because um, you've got an opportunity to get into a semi-final um, and they didn't see it out with, with Xander Clark coming up um, getting a free header um, and, and Chris Kane knocking it in for a yard You'd have to say as a former keeper credit to Xander Clark we're going to speak to him in just a few minutes Mark but it's uh, a night he'll never forget Yeah you, you, you just see him um, get up there it's, I mean it is the last row of the dice the last ball into the box credit to, to Liam Craig as well wonderful delivery at that time of a game right into the mix and it's uh, whoever's up first but um, you know credit to Xander Clark but he must have been surprised that there's actually there's not a challenge on him mm-hmm. nobody's picked him up he's bang centre of the goal six or seven yards out and then Chris Kane just manages to get goal side and and, uh, and get it over the line and then for Xander Clark to go on and save not one but two penalty kicks from James Tavernier and then from uh, Kemar Roof and for young Ali McCann um, to, to step up and beat a goalie of, of uh, Alan McGregor's mm-hmm. quality as well then, then says a lot and Stephen Gerrard obviously hurting very disappointed but always like him he's always professional Paul and you know just to take that time out and congratulate St Johnston and Callum Davidson I think speaks volumes for Stephen Gerrard as well Yeah in terms of Xander Clark he made an unbelievable save Morelos and Morelos is, is header um, I, I, I thought Morelos done everything right going back across the goalkeeper Xander's uh, made a great save with, with his leg and um, listen he had an outstanding game there's no doubt about it he's a keeper he's always impressed me um, I know he's been at St Johnston um, all these days but I've always been surprised that maybe another club's not maybe looked at him because um, I do think he's he's a quality goalkeeper e- but even a call up for the Scotland squad at some yeah, stage I'm in his surprised career. I'm surprised he's not but um, I called him a, a, a few names while he was um, <laughs> getting up for that that well, corner kick save that for a few minutes because he is going to join us his first broadcast interview is going to be with uh, Glasgow's uh, Go Radio so we'll speak to him in a few minutes and I want to ask you what was happening in the Ferguson household and uh, as we all watched and saw Xander Clark coming up. But Rangers fans, you know, it's uh, this is a huge season for you. There's no doubt about it, but you can hear from your manager how gutted he is that that's uh, another cup competition has gone. Here is uh, Stephen Gerrard speaking about the St. Johnson goal. One thing that is crucial is the final moments when you get yourself in front and we managed to get the breakthrough. Fantastic goal with James. We need to manage the ball better, high up by the corner flags. We need to be further up the pitch. We need to be pressing higher up, maybe stopping the game and being clever. Uh, we never done that well enough. It led to a corner. And then someone who's six foot eight, for some reason, is free in the box. That can't happen. That's on me. That's on us. And we have to ex- ex- uh, accept responsibility for that. Six foot eight, not quite, but he's... A, what happens at a penalty? Yeah, I, I, a corner? I know the manager's saying that that's on him, but at the end of the day, he, he can't hold the players' hands. They'll know how important yeah. it is to defend that in the last uh, minute of the game. He'll leave a goalkeeper at six foot four, free in the box. Um, is It's not good enough defending. That, that's one thing, I think, this, this season that you can't pinpoint at Rangers. I think defensively, they've been excellent from set pieces. But you can't leave a, a guy at six foot four free in the box. And also, when Chris Kane had knocked it in for a yard, I thought Barisic's position 
um, wasn't great as well he could defend better so listen it's a goal that I'm sure the manager will, will be sitting down with the players and making sure it doesn't happen again Rangers fans what do you think 08 08 17 17 700 Barry Ferguson Mark Guidi Paul Cooney and Xander Clark whether you like it or not is going to join us in a few minutes on the programme and uh, yeah he's, he's a Rangers fan isn't he you know, he's obviously a St Johnson player and given everything for the club, but uh, what a night for him last night. So they're going to be up against, we'll find out tonight after Kelly against St Mirren, the draw for the semi-finals. Hibs beating Motherwell on penalties, it was 2-2 at the weekend. And Dundee United thumping Aberdeen 3-0. That surprised you, Barry? It did surprise me. I, I thought with the result that Aberdeen got midweek against Celtic, um, not taking anything away for Dundee United, but I thought Aberdeen... Um, would have went through into the, the semi-final but you've got to give Mickey Mellon and his players all the credit they deserve I, I thought Aberdeen started okay the first 10-15 minutes but after that once Dundee United got the first goal there was only going to be one winner so a brilliant result for Dundee United Worry for Aberdeen? Yeah I mean I think we were given our predictions on, on Friday yep. night and I fancied Aberdeen strongly probably out of the four ties Aberdeen the ones mm-hmm. that I, I, I really fancied but I, I was surprised by Stephen Glass's comments after the game. I was watching the, the, the highlights on, on sports scene and when he said, you know, we, we were tired, the exertions of, of, of Wednesday night against Celtic, maybe the previous weekend against them, I think you've got four days to recover. Uh-huh. It's yeah. a Sunday afternoon, it's a Scottish Cup quarter final yeah. at Pataudry and they're talking about fatigue. I, yeah. Look, Barry might tell me differently, Paul, but for me, I, I don't buy into that. I'm sorry, I can't no. accept that. Listen, three days recovery is more than enough. And as you just mentioned there, you're in the quarterfinal of a, a Scottish Cup. That's the only motivation you need. Um, and the way they're looked after now, modern day footballers, um, the sports science in the game, the recovery stuff that they, they get on board, there's no excuses. I heard Richard Foster, who joins us often in the programme, saying, try being in the first division. We're playing every yeah. other day, every third day or whatever. There, all the uh, fixtures. I hesitate to ask Barry if there's any word yet. In fact, I'll tell you, listeners, there's no word yet about the playoff with Brora Rangers. We just don't know what's happening. It should be. It's, it's just, poor. It's poor yeah. yet again. I thought we had a pyramid I, system. Aye, yeah. and, 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 and there's got to be a pyramid, you know, whatever decision uh, the football and authorities come to, whether... Um, it's having the playoff, the two leg with, with, with Brora um, and Kelty, and then playing whether it be Breakin or whoever else, or just allowing Brora and Kelty yeah. to go straight up. But whatever happens, there has to be fairness, and at the moment, it's not fair at all. He's Craig, a Rangers fan from Cumbernauld. Hi, Craig. Good evening. Hi, uh, guys. Good evening. How are you doing? Yeah, we'll dispense with how you're feeling tonight. We can uh, we imagine, <laughs> as a Rangers fan, you you didn't see this coming. I don't think anyone did. Um, so, what, what do you want to say to Barry and Mark? No, well, listen, I'm, I'm a bit, a bit like disappointed, of course, I'm, and, uh, you know, first and foremost, you know, congratulations to St. Johnson, and to be honest with you, I hope they go on and do a double, and uh, seeing as how we could, um, and listen, they may well do, wouldn't they, Craig, they may well, yeah. they've got the, you know, they've got the, the knack this year on the cup. Well, certainly they'll be backing them, and I think they've been terrific, um, this season, so, yeah. uh, fair play to them, but, from the Rangers' point of view, you know, it's not good enough, uh, you know, people might palm it off, and it's easy to say, well, you know, the league was the most important thing and they've won that. You know, as far as I'm concerned, that, that still isn't an excuse for it because Rangers this season, you know, I mean, you look at all the other cup exits, whatever excuses may get made, you know, but this season Rangers had a unique opportunity. We had won the league before we kicked a ball in the Scottish Cup, which meant we could focus all of our energies into the cup. What happened in the league for then, whether it was going to be invincible or not, 
that was going to take care of itself. But from that St Mirren game where we won the league, the, the players have quite clearly stopped, in my opinion. Um, I think there's been one or two decent performances in the main. You know, last night was the culmination of just sort of trundling through games, not playing at our best, I okay getting results more often than not. But eventually, especially in cup games like that, when you don't turn up at your best, when you squander opportunities that you do get, which there were a few, you know, last night. I mean, Morelos hitting the post. Um, Morelos again with the, the save for Xander Clark. I mean, there was a couple of great chances um, totally missed. And then when you, you know, when you've almost dug it out for having no played well, you've got the goal. I can't, that defending, I don't understand how. I mean, when I play football, I'm a goalkeeper, right? So, you know. Um, when I saw Xander Clark, I thought I wouldn't mind doing that in the, the seven sides myself. But um, I think when you see a big, you know, six foot whatever he is goalkeeper standing in the middle of the, literally in the middle of the six yard box, totally a map, and it's I don't even did we think I think we thought the game was won. You know, mm-hmm. even before that, you know, the giving away of the corner is unnecessary. We hit the ball down in St Johnston's um, area of the pitch. You know, we just. Before we went into stoppage time, we have to we have to manage games better like that. We get hit at Hamilton by no managing games. We get hit okay. twice now by St Johnston. All right, listen. I'm going to put your question to the man himself. Here's his first interview. It's the man of the moment. Xander Clark is on the line in Go Radio. Xander, good evening. Good evening. How are we doing? Yeah, good. How, how are you feeling? Ah, settled in there. Um, still in cloud nine this morning. Yeah. Um, but we're settled in there. Just sort of. Reflecting back on it, um, madness really when you think about it. So we've got Craig, a Rangers fan on the line just now, saying because Stephen Gerrard said the six foot eight goalkeeper. I mean, I know you're tall, but you're not quite six foot eight. And uh, Craig's nah. just said, how tall is he? But how was he allowed to get that space? Take us through. What do you remember then? A minute to go. A minute. I, I just I knew that it was probably going to be the last kick of the game, and I've just thought I may as well. You know, there's nothing to lose um, going up I thought I could probably you know take one of the bigger ones off one of your sort of more aerial threats whether it be Gordy Jamie or, or Jason um, and all of a sudden just found myself unmarked in the in the six yard box um, and then Liam puts the ball in and I think my eyes lit up um, just hoping that I, just hoping that I made a connection on it and, and didn't slurp the chance it was a fairy tale for you. I'm with Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi, as you know. Barry, it was a nightmare for you. What, what was it like <laughs> Listen, in your household? Can I just yeah. say, he's a goalkeeper. I did mention Xander. You're a goalkeeper, I rate highly, but last night I'm thinking to myself, what's this big mad goalkeeper doing going up here? <laughs> and when he won that header, um, I, I couldn't believe it. I actually says to my son, he's got a chance here. Um, you must have been surprised nobody picking you up but overall with your performance Sander I thought you made some brilliant saves the one for Morelos his header where he's put it back across the goal you've yep. you've saved it with your legs that was that was a great save and I, I mentioned to Martin Paul I've actually been surprised that you've not been maybe earmarked for a a Scotland call up there's always listen there's always talk of it coming up um, when you know when squads are announced but I always say you know it's it's something that if it happens, it happens. It would be obviously a, a great honour, you know. Um, 
but I just need to keep doing what I'm doing. Obviously, as you say, last night was was certainly pleasing, uh, just in terms of you know personal performance and obviously to, to go and get something. You know, the result that we were after from the game was was pleasing. Um, you know, there's been games where I felt that I played well, and you know, I've been been on the end of a drubbing, um, and it's you know it sort of takes it takes away the, the performance um, personally. But last night, you know, it was great to to actually get some rewards from it. Um, and it just, I think, as I say, me personally, but the team as a whole, you know, I think deserve enormous credit for a lot of teams or a lot of people, you know, losing the goal so late on and the extra time, you know, probably thought that that was it and the game was over, but, you know, the, the courage and the fight to want to go and, and try and get another chance in the game for the boys was, was magnificent. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you something about you as a, as a team. There looks if there's a right good team spirit there, a, a right togetherness. And obviously that showed when Rangers scored that goal three minutes to go. And listen, it's easy for people to get their heads down, but you kicked on again. Is that something that you pride yourself on? Aye, definitely. You know, it's it's something since I've been at the club, there's always been, you know, that team spirit and, and bond. You know, everybody wants to, to do well for each other. Um, we don't like to sort of see anybody down. We want to pull together and, and rally on. Um, and as you say that, you know, a lot of, a lot of folk could have, could have sort of crumbled and, and thought that's it over. Um, but like I say, we we pushed on um, and, and managed to get the, get the chance um, to, to go and take it to penalties. Um, and it is, it's definitely something that we, we do rate ourselves on. You know, we're, we are a, a good squad. We're, we're all on it together. And what would you say about the manager? You've got the League Cup already. Um, you could see that spirit that Barry mentioned that you have. Would you be gutted now to miss out on the chance of winning the double this year? Oh, listen, it's, we've, give, we've given ourselves a chance. Um, it's obviously a, winning the winning the Betfred was was a massive achievement. Um, we always say at the start of the season we've got to go on a cup run. You know we. First cup run we were on, we went all the way. Um, we're currently in the, the process of another one, so we're giving ourselves a, a chance. You know, it'd be, be good to, to sit back tonight and, and watch the draw and see who we get and, and start to look forward to that. Um, obviously, as I say, we'll get massive game in the league for us. Um, it's that will be first to look forward to, but you know, once that's sort of done, we can, we can start to prepare for, for the semi. Mark, and, and one thing you can tell, Xander, you know, about. St John says yourself and the, and the three lads in front of you mentioned you know Liam Gordon Jason Kerr and, and Jamie McCart if any team's going to beat St Johnson they have to produce something really special to do that don't you because you guys you just don't give up easily yeah obviously as I say the, the three in front are you know brilliant they're solid um, if, if one makes a mistake or, or is out of position you know there's an R1 nerf cover um, they've just got that desire to to look after each other, um, and it's as a goalkeeper, you know, it's brilliant to have that in front of you. Um, and you do know, obviously, if they if they can through that, then it's up to me to try to try and help them. They they help me at home many times, and, and likewise, you know, for myself. So it is. It's it's a sort of joy to have them in front of you. Um, just as I say, the way the way they are, they've sort of formed that that partnership in the three. It's it's great. Um, no, and it just seems to be every game that you seem to get better and better. Sander, um, there's one guy at 
impresses me every time I watch his play he's a young guy in midfield Ali McCann how far do you think he can go? He's got everything to go you know top level um, he's just he's got some engine on him he's so composed you know to, I always say the, the club should be proud of it you know coming through the coming through the youth set up to you know make his debut for the club to go on play as many games and, and be a, a full international you know and, and not looking at a place in the in the international stages is a credit to himself you know as I say he's got everything to you know to go as high as he possibly as high as he probably wants you know he, he is that good um, I think it helps as well when he's got the likes of you know Wayne Craig Craig Bryson um, David Witherspoon all that in there with him that experience that he, he seems to be learning every game and as I say getting better as well each game that passes just looks more comfortable in that role and it's it's great to have you know, um, as a team and obviously for the for the club and the supporters to have that that calibre of player um, in the engine room. Xander Clark joining us live. Xander, before you go, what are the family saying? They were hoping for a double this year for the Blues. <laughs> the Rangers once, now for St. Johnson. Is your brother giving you stick? I was giving them stick last night. <laughs> <laughs> what are the family saying? He was, um, he was one of the first ones, well, probably the first one to text me after the game, as much as it probably hurt him massively. He was, um, he was delighted for me. Um, obviously, my, my mum and dad, they were, they were delighted as well. Um, so I'm glad to say that they are talking to me. I did, I did worry that it might have been a few days before I received any sort of feedback to them, but they were straight on, straight on the phone after the game, which was pleasing. Great. Yep. Yeah, I just want to finish off next time. Um, Xander plays against Rangers. I don't want to see him anywhere near the box. Okay. Stop. <laughs> Xander, what height are you? Is it six five? Six five. Six five. And Craig's Probably on in Cumbernauld, a Rangers fan. Craig, you, you started off by saying congratulations. Do you want to just say it to him directly? Yeah, listen, absolutely. Full congratulations and full credit, Xander. I don't think I've seen a goalkeeper have that effect on a game in years. And I genuinely hope uh, I'll be pulling for you to go and win the double now. Uh, there you are, a special moment. Xander, I really appreciate it. But also, uh, yeah. Martin had mentioned that the penalty save for um, Roofs. Yeah. I mean, strong left hand. Yeah. Uh, that was um, it was well struck penalty. So l- listen, he was he was man of the match for me, of course. And the penalties, I mean, you know, you're, you're very modest, and I saw your quotes today as well. But you know, you do study the players coming up. Did anything surprise you? Um, I think the only one that surprised me was was Barisic. Um, I thought he was going to do his usual high, high and powerful to my to my left. But listen, that's what I always say. You know, it's, it doesn't matter how much. How much studying you do in it? If somebody wants to change their mind, then you know there's you can't do anything about it. Um, it's just a lottery. Um, you know, thankfully I saved the two. I think I was pretty close to saving the fours as well, but he struck it nicely. Um, but no, as I say, just delighted that I could save a couple. And to be fair, the, the standard penalties for the other boys was was incredible. Um, sort of took a bit more pressure off me and having to save a few because they were. You know, the standard of them were a joke to the fair. I wonder as well, Xander, quarter final of the League Cup at East End Park, penalty shootout, you won it. You were a hero that night. Quarter final of the Scottish Cup at Ibrox, penalty shootout, you won it. You never know, eh? Uh, it, could be, it could be an omen, probably one that you probably wouldn't have took it before the game. <laughs> but no, listen, it was, he was hoping that it's, it is, he was hoping that it's a, a similar outcome. 
that would be that would be lovely. Sandra Clark, thanks a million for joining us. Your first interview. Congratulations. Thank you for having me. Thanks very much. Cheers, Sandra. Cheers, Sandra. Cheers, All Sandra. the best. Thank you. Right. First interview. Cheers. Craig, can we come back to you after the break and we will talk from the Rangers point of view. That's coming up next. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Thanks to Rochelle who produced the programme last weekend, the old firm match with uh, Rangers coming out on top. And it's on again this weekend. It was the Cup last weekend. Who would have believed that Rangers would go out last night? That was the drama. You heard Xander Clark's first interview here on Glasgow's Go Radio. Rangers are out. Hibs are through. Dundee United are through. And is it going to be Kelly or St Mirren tonight? But this weekend it's going to be... Rangers against Celtic. And I guess for Rangers, it's to go for the invincible season. It's uh, what's there for them. Craig's still on the line, the Rangers fan. Craig, thanks for it. It was good you spoke there with Xander. For you, is that what you're looking for now for the next few games to try to end the season, Invincibles? It's got to be. It absolutely has to be now. Um, <clears throat> you know, before you'd have said, well, if it happens, it happens now. It's, it's the priority. The players have to pick themselves up. Uh, I mean, listen... You know, it's an old forum game and I don't care what anybody says, there's you know, no such thing as a meaningless old forum game, so they should be able to get themselves going for that. But um, And this one's now got added spice, hasn't it? The fact that, you know, St. Je- St. Johnson winning last night, Barry, then Celtic, this is their last chance to lay a glove on, on Rangers. I'm expecting a reaction and a big reaction at that. That that was disappointing last night. Um an opportunity missed for me. Um not taking anything away for St. Johnson who I praised and I thought were, were really well organised, drilled and, and they played some decent stuff um, but I want to see a reaction um, I want them to come into training this week and work as hard as I've ever um, to go and get that result in, in Sunday because it's a big disappointment they've let not just ourselves down but they've let the supporters down because they fully expected them yeah. to get the double um, so there'll be a lot of unhappy uh, supporters Look, when you play at Rangers, you're expected to win games. You're, the demands that put are, that are put on you, um, and that was a demand on Sunday to, to get through into the semi-final. So, listen, you can't feel sorry for yourself. You need to dust yourself down as quickly as possible. Make sure a lot of hard work goes on in the training ground, and get a reaction in the old firm game at the weekend. I, I was really impressed with Scott Wright when he came on mm, last night. You thought, you know what? You know, any time you get the ball in that final third, I know there's tired legs and another team, but you just thought. He looked really capable of, of, of doing something. And as much as I was impressed with, with, with Scott Wright, I was disappointed in Alfredo Morelos taking that amount of time to to come off the pitch and can I saw and I know players are disappointed when they when they get substituted. I, I, I get all that, but it's nil nil at a time, Barry. I think what? Yeah. Liven up, go off the pitch, you've been subbed <laughs> and, and, and let your team go on with it, you know? Good point. Craig, that's what's gonna have to happen, isn't it? They're gonna have to really bounce back this weekend. It has to be um, because I think at the end of the day, you know the the cup's gone now. Um, there's nothing <clears throat> can change that. And if we're going to end the season on a high, um, you know, and obviously we've still got the the you know actual lifting of the league title and that to look forward to. So, the, you know, the players should want more than anything now to go out and, and make sure we get through the rest of the season unbeaten um, and end it on a high. And then next season, you know, the focus turns back in again, and I mean, hopefully. They can pick up a cup. Um, There's still a hundred points as well, Craig, to go for, isn't there? Still a hundred points total. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, um, still a hundred points total. Um, I know, obviously, the game last night, but we can still, um, if we can go um, the games at home like next week without conceding, I think we'll match 
um, a, a record for the least amount of goals conceded at Ibrox um, since in a ninety minute game, obviously since sure. I think a hundred years ago or something like that. So as, as long as that. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal record. You could hear the manager's voice uh, last night and again here on Go Radio. Uh, here he is. Here's the way he was speaking about it, about they need to get better. The reality is we need to be better in cup competitions. You know, we're getting to this stage too many times and getting stung. For example, St Mirren in the League Cup. Um, in the final moments of games, four days ago, we haven't managed the game well enough as a team. And... We were paid for that, two points were taken away. So that's a challenge for me to, to improve in cup competitions and get a group that's capable of being better and um, giving our fans what they deserve, which is more trophies, not just one out of nine. nine. That's not good enough here. Not good enough, he's saying, Barry. Yeah, I, I like his honesty. Every time you listen to Stephen Gerrard getting interviewed, he speaks 100% um, honest. And I like that. And you can hear it in his voice. Wouldn't surprise me 10, 15 minutes after that game that he um, went mental at the players. Um, he set standards. They've set standards this year. And in both cup competitions, they fell below that. It was a real opportunity. The League Cup getting put out against St Murn. And then it was another opportunity um, last night, which is a big, big disappointment. Um, but overall, listen, the season has been good. But I just think there was an opportunity there to go and get the double. Um, and he, he makes a good point there one trophy and nine he's not happy with that and Great. neither should yep. the players it just all doesn't fall on the, the manager's shoulders the players have got to take responsibility it's always easy to put it on the manager right. players have got mm-hmm. to take responsibility as well Okay. Craig, thanks for that call. 0808 17 17 700. Road, loads of calls coming in. And Celtic fans, is it, you know, it's your cup final now, isn't it? To go to Ibrox on Sunday. We'll be on live on Sunday afternoon. What is going to happen? So Rangers fans are calling in. Celtic fans too. Uh, we're going to go back on the lines. Lewis is on, a Rangers fan. Wanted to talk about the match last night. Lewis, good evening. How are you? Yeah, we're fine, thank you. Uh, what about yourself? That was... Uh, did you see that coming at all? Uh, in terms of this season, to be fair, I've been really, really good, but I thought we would have had enough to beat them. What I was disappointed with was um, fair play to the keeper for coming up and hitting the ball, right? But I just feel somebody should either be on them or wanting to attack the ball. There was me, nobody went for the ball, and they just let the boy stand in on his own, and he taps in, and then Barisic is actually standing behind Chris Kane. So I don't know what Barisic was doing standing behind Chris Kane. You should be in front of him at least or something like that, but just somebody going to attack the ball at least. Just but are you explaining how Rangers defend? Yeah, the, the man, Mark, but listen, when you're in the last minute of the game and you see a six foot four goalkeeper coming up, take responsibility mm. inside that box. That's when your captain, your big players who are a voice on the pitch, mm. look, identify, look who's coming up here, right? Listen, we need to take care of this. And they didn't do it. And I'm sure that's something. As soon as they get into that dressing room, the manager would identified and said, that's that's not good enough. That's no. when you need your Connor Golsons, mm. Griggsies, Davos, Tavernier. He identified. Look, as soon as um, have you cleared that, that ball, game's over. Yeah, you, 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 you've got to, you know, you, you've got Connor Goldson there, a leader, James Tavernier, a leader, Al McGregor, a leader. Something, and that's where the modern day player, Barry, and I'm not saying that applies to Rangers last night, but it's just like, it's almost as if they need to be taken by the hand every single step. And we're not going to hop back to 20 years ago, but in your day, if it was you or Lorenzo or Arthur or Oz or whatever, it's sorted. Yep. 
get that sorted we'll pick mm. it up I'll, I'll come in here and you just rearrange it's only one or two wee adjustments to stop that threat from happening at the end of the day you've got the tallest guy in the pitch mm. who's just entered into your box <laughs> do something about it mm. we have a minute to go yeah. Lewis yep, it's game yep. management yep. it's mm. taking responsibility as you said back in the day five or six years were organising mm. whether it was a free kick a corner kick making sure everybody's picked up I mean I had situations where goalkeepers did come up but that, that's a natural occurrence yep. now at last they're throwing everything yep. the kitchen sink at it cup football that's what they've yep. got to go and take responsibility and say make sure he gets picked up he does not get a free header because you know what goalkeepers are like they're aggressive yeah. big guys yeah. I mean some Rangers fans are on saying do they want it enough do they want this success enough Celtic had you know, well they tasted it listen they tasted yeah. it four weeks ago mm. surely they know Yep. come on they, they, they seen the reaction of the, the Rangers support they seen that they went down as heroes mm-hmm. um, four weeks ago and when you get that first trophy that gives you hunger to get more that's a, that's a drive driving factor for me they could have done it again in four weeks time yeah, May 22nd yeah, cup final it's not to be but then don't take it away for St Johnson nope. as I said yep. once Rangers scored that goal mm-hmm. there's four minutes I think there was no sorry there was two minutes extra time yep. Rangers score three minutes before the extra time's over two minutes that just shows you St Johnson they don't feel sorry for themselves they keep going mm-hmm. but you've got to expect that on the pitch mm-hmm. you, yeah. you, you go and you know what St Johnson are all about you know the way they play under Callum Davison you know what type of players they've got you know you're going to get a reaction once you you go a goal up. The warning sign was there on Wednesday night. They get a penalty in stoppage time. Yep. <laughs> he kept going and going and going. Eventually got the yep. penalty. Liam Craig uh, puts it away past uh, John McGoughlin. So there was a warning sign against the exact same team four days yep. um, earlier. Lewis, how's it left you feeling about this season? Still happy that won the league. That, <clears throat> that was the main priority. But sure. I just think decision makings cost us probably both of the other trophies as well but if you look at St um, St Mirren game back at the thingy it was a tap into the back post for somebody there was nobody marking them there this time it's a goalkeeper that's getting a header in the box three the decision making because we have the ball up there in half and then he comes in and got a corner why well, you not just get a wee silly fell away in their half they can't, they're not going to score three at half just decision making for me that's cost us these two cups to be fair well, here's the manager saying there was no league win hangover there was no hangover from that we felt fantastic four weeks ago a lot of relief joy and emotions we were in a fantastic place and rightly so we deserve that but I made it clear that this cup was a priority and we needed to keep hungry keep fighting all the way to the end and to be honest with you a lot of tonight was okay we were the better team more possession more chances you've got to take them chances when them big moments come otherwise you can always get stung at the end of games you said it to St Johnson they stayed in the game really well and they get that one moment um, that's on us we, we take responsibility for that and we need to improve in cup competitions moving forward then again there's no excuses there yeah. he's no mm. blaming four weeks ago and that, that shouldn't be a problem the league was won four weeks ago um, you, you have your celebrations that weekend bang the blinkers go back on the focus is back on to, to go and do what he just mentioned there the priority was the Scottish Cup and particularly as well when you think they've not out Celtic in the previous round it's there for them yep. you know Lewis final this could be a wake yep. up call yep. this could be a wake up call this is one of the things the manager will look and see right do you know what what kind of response do I get mm-hmm. now is, is that it- are they just going to let the, the, the season peter out mm-hmm. or do I get a major response in training this week and there's no better way to, um, you're coming up against your, your fiercest rivals at the weekend Lewis it is the way to bounce back playing Celtic at home oh definitely that's the, probably the, well, for me the biggest game in the world so 
if you didn't, if that doesn't, if you didn't, you can't get yourself for an old firm, then there's something wrong with you, and you shouldn't be playing for Rangers. So the players need to go into training this week, get their heads down, forget about the Scottish Cup. That's passing. It's on uh, Sunday. Okay, Lewis. Thanks very much for calling. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Thanks, Rochelle, keeping us right up to date with the traffic and travel all over the west of Scotland. This is Go Radio coming from the city of Glasgow. Greatest city in the world. <laughs> I'm just reading the script here. Well, where else would you want to be? If it wasn't here, Barry, where would it be? Where, where would be your hot spot to go to? Oh, that's a good... Um, yeah. What is that? Fat... Family holiday somewhere, or, 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 or being, watched a game of football uh, somewhere? Yeah, well, I was thinking of holiday time, but uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, that's a hard one. I know. Barbados or Burnbank? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing up with Burnbank. Nothing, exactly, man. Mother, father from there. So, uh, 0808. It's better than Blantyre, man. Hey, steady. 0808 17 17 700. <laughs> Taking loads of your calls. So, it's going to be Rangers against Celtic in the league this weekend they've played what's this three times in three weeks it yeah, seems like isn't it yep this weekend and uh, for Celtic they've got a chance to stop Rangers invincible season and for Rangers to bounce back after going out of the cup last night two steps away from another trophy from a double but it wasn't to be right at the end they're out but that's cup football isn't yeah. it um, and it also shows you because we're going to go into a Celtic fan in fact Jordan is on the line it shows you that for Celtic to win four quadruples is phenomenal. It's kind of been forgotten, hasn't it? Because of, you know, this, we'd moved on to this season. The Scottish Cup final was uh, December, just four months ago. But it is amazing. Barry, you said that all season. But, to, to win something twice is the hardest thing. Yeah, look, to win a title is hard. Mm-hmm. But to go and win the next one is even harder and continue that. And that, that four quadruple, whatever, um, is... I don't think you'll ever see that again. No. There, there's no way... That can happen again. That that's some level of consistency. He won that amount of trophies, um, and the pressures when you're at a big club because you're under severe pressure to go and win things, um, to win every single game you play in. So look, you, the reaction of last night. The Rangers players need to get used to this. They're expected to win that game last night. No been disrespectful to St. Johnson, as I said, good manager, good team, but Rangers should be winning it with the, the level of player they've got at the at the club. Jordan, good evening. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, good, fine, thank you. Do you realise, actually, what your club did achieve over those nine years, and especially the four quadruples? Well, yeah, one quadruple. I, I think, yeah, it is, it's hard to... It's easy, sorry. It's easy to forget, especially the way that this is. I think if there wasn't such a sharp downturn in form... Then I think it'd be a lot easier to remember the good times, but I think because it's been such just a sharp decline, it's hard. But like I say my my laddie's only twelve years old, and all he's ever known is Celtic winning. Do you know what I mean? Whereas when I was growing up, so I had to explain to him it didn't happen every year. Do you know what I mean? It was a two horse race. I think it's just it's taken a bit of adjustment to get back to that, mm-hmm. or it's going to take a bit of adjustment to get back to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry looked at me there as though to say, what, four quadruples steady on? It was one quadruple. <laughs> but I mean, it is amazing. Quadruple it just shows you. And I think oh, for yeah. for next season, you know, with Rangers on the charge and Celtic, nobody knows what's going to happen, but what what is the plan for them? John, what do you want to ask Mark and Barry? Just basically, I, I remember was, you guys were talking last week about Kennedy possibly being in the running, but I think just after the last old firm especially, mm-hmm. I think he maybe still he showed not inexperience, but surely 
he should have been able to get the players right up for that, and it shouldn't be on him really. The players should have been right up for that himself. But I feel like he's probably done himself out of the the position now. Mm-hmm. I just want to see what the guys maybe thought on that now. Mark Guidi, yeah, I, I don't think I think John's represented um, the football club very well. Uh, I think he's represented himself. Very well, I think he's been a credit, you know, the, the, the thing he's had to handle been, and been thrown in at the deep end. Um, I think to have a chance or to have had a chance of the job, he'd have had to have won the, the Scottish Cup and therefore that would have meant beating Rangers <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago. Um, I which, which he didn't manage. Um, Eddie Howe, I still think Jordan will, will be the front runner. Um, but unless there's some kind of deal taking place that we don't know about, I really think he should be giving the guy a deadline. Um, after that, um, is it Roy Keane is it Enzo Maresca I don't know I don't think it'll be John Kennedy but I'm going to throw one name into the mix um, a former Celtic player who I think um, if they need to go down the route of going for a former Celtic player then I'm going to put um, as being a contender somebody to look at I'll give you Sean Maloney as an outsider uh, for the Celtic job I think it's just one or two wee things that I've noticed in the past week or two and um I would say that uh, that if we're looking at that kind of player um, or that kind of connection to the club with coaching experience, not necessarily being a manager, I think Sean Maloney stands a good chance. Mark, what have you noticed? I've I've noticed. Um, I'm doing a couple of interviews. Um, Paul, I think he comes across very well on the telly. A couple of newspaper interviews, giving his credentials, working with Roberto Martinez, his connection to the club, how he handles the big name players uh, with Belgium. So I think, in terms of his profile and in terms of what he can deliver, look, I still think it's Eddie Howe. But see, after that, Paul, I'm not sure. And if we're saying, uh, and the fact that he could work with John Kennedy as well, they're friends, you know, they've got a working relationship. He's been at the club. So listen, I'm not saying he's going to be appointed. What I'm saying is, if it's not going to be Eddie Howe, I think it becomes wide open and therefore I would put Sean Maloney's name do, into the mix. Do you think John Kennedy's still going to be at the club? I... No, I think he needs a... If it's me, I think he needs a clean break. I think for the football club and for himself, a clean break. But if it's somebody like Sean Maloney, I think we'd have John, John Kennedy. I've been impressed with John Kennedy. Mm-hmm. The way he's come across in the media. Um, I, I think he's handled the, the last couple of months um, he's been a credit to his, mm. himself and his, his family I do agree I, if he's not going to get the job I think it may be best for John Kennedy's um, managerial career if he does l- maybe go somewhere else mm. um, start afresh because uh, look we all know he's a good coach there's no doubt about it you hear the, the, the players talking about mm. it I, I think the last couple of months have enjoyed working under him yep. um, but one thing about Celtic they can't keep it What's that? Eight weeks yep. since Neil Lennon's left. Mm-hmm. Jordan, there's, there's still no any closer to a manager. Pre-season starts June twentieth, twenty seven weeks. Like yep. mm-hmm. Seven weeks. The qualifiers for the Champions uh, Champions League are two weeks after yep. that. They need to get somebody in now for sure. Jordan, what do you feel about what Mark was saying about Sean I, Maloney? I think I actually, I think a few weeks ago, I, was, I can't remember who was on the show, but I, I did say that Sean Maloney, I wouldn't be a hundred percent against. I'm not very keen on the idea of Roy Keane if I'm completely honest but I feel like they need to try something and I think Sean Maloney has shown in his work with the Belgium squad he's clearly got talent and ability um, and like he's got the connection with the club so he'll actually understand the task at hand really so, I mean, he's, he's not going to be under any illusions as to how easy or difficult it's going to be it's, so I, I would be all for if, if not Eddie Howe I'd be all for Sean Maloney 
And what about the match at the weekend? Were you surprised the other week when Soros sits on the bench for so long and Scott Brown, who's been amazing uh, for Celtic, but he's you know in the departure lounge. He'll be going to Aberdeen soon. Were you not surprised that Soros doesn't come on early and start to, to help to build for next season? That's, that's one thing I thought that I've, I've, I agree with Barry. I've, I have been impressed with John Kennedy in the way that they've played, but one thing I think he's lacked is he seems to make decisions on substitutes a bit late in the game for me. I think he, he tends to leave it a little bit longer just to see if the player that he's got on is going to um, do what he's been asked and then he brings it on. And I was surprised, let's say, I think Scott Brown, I absolutely love Scott Brown. You know, There's not a Celtic fan in the world who doesn't absolutely adore him, but the way that uh, Ryan Kent just turned him inside out two or three times, do you know what I mean? Ryan Kent was fantastic and I just thought that you need to have maybe somebody with a bit more legs left to just, just disrupt Ryan Kent, even if he's not as good as Scott Brown, he might just be a bit more animated. Um, but then I thought the entire Celtic team just looked a bit lacklustre. That was what surprised me more than anything was Rangers looked like they could have went up two or three gears and still quite comfortably won. And they'll come out the traps on Sunday. Barry? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if John Kennedy comes with a different game plan. Mm-hmm. Um, you think away, away from the diamond? Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah, be interesting to see because it clearly didn't work. And have you heard John Kennedy interview after the game? He says he wasn't too happy, certainly with the first half. Um, so um, it'll be a big call from whether he make a few changes. Lee Griffiths coming on James during Forrest. the week. James Forrest will be back. So it'll be interesting to see if he does go with Greg Taylor. Mm-hmm. A, a different, um, a different formation and different personnel. You have to make changes, Mark, don't you? If you, if the manager says it hasn't worked, you're not going to make changes two weeks later. Yeah, 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 he's got to you know, like you know. Greg I don't think Taylor he'd be for, scared to make changes well, no, either. He, he, he tried. He gave the the, the start of living a, a shot at it uh, a couple of weeks ago. It didn't work. They were not Petrodia last midweek. A one-one draw. Griffiths, um, you know, a, a big one would be: do, do you do you play Edward and Griffiths together? You know, they have they have got the makings a good partnership. But who who would who would miss out? Um, and 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 your fullbacks, you know, what does he do to get the best out? Of him? And one thing I would do, I know you, you've mentioned Sorrow. There, Paul, no doubt he's one for the for the future, or, or certainly for for next season. But um, Scott Brown's last game for Celtic against Rangers at Ibrox, um, the chance for Scott Brown, his last um, thing that he could be remembered for has been the one who stopped Rangers from from going um, unbeaten in a season in the league. Um, so I would I would certainly start Scott Brown all day long at Ibrox on Sunday. Jordan. Yeah, I would, like you say, I would just, I would just kill for a result against them. Just now, which is something you never thought you'd say after the last few years. But I would just like to see a positive end to the season. I mean, currently the only thing Celtic fans had to celebrate was St Johnston last night. So, <laughs> just something to put a smile on the end of a fairly tough year. It's football, you know, all the years involved, but it just it never fails to surprise me. Anything can happen, and Celtic are going into this. I mean, when's the last time Celtic a full season without winning against Rangers? Was it 99-2000? James was telling me the last time Celtic yeah. failed to record a victory over uh, the Rangers side in Dick Advocate's time. Yeah, I was... Barry, you were there? Yep, yep. yep I was playing. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a, a long time. Jordan, what's your prediction for Sunday? I'll, I'll go very positive. I'll say 2-0 Celtic. You know, for Celtic, and isn't it funny to be saying? I wonder if they'll go up front with Edward and Griffiths. A year ago, you know, at the end of the when the season was curtailed, you know, after that, went, yeah. Yeah. after that winter break when yeah. Neil Lennon changed right. the formation, yeah. uh, nobody could get near them. Griffiths and and Edward up top um, were unplayable. Yeah, and Griffiths could be back for Scotland. Yeah. 
could he? Lyndon oh, Dykes has scored look, again, six yeah. goals, six games. Yeah. yeah, but just in terms of Lee Griffiths, you watch the game against Aberdeen up at Petaudry, it's the movement. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about El Yunus's cross into the box. Look at Lee Griffiths, go and watch his movement, getting in between the, the centre half and the, the full back. Um, that, that's just natural for him. Um, and the header is a great header. For me, best finisher in Scotland. I keep saying this. He certainly is. Hopefully, we get him back um, in the Scotland squad because I, I think we need him in the Scotland squad. Okay, we're going to go to the news. Jordan, were you watching Line of Duty last night or the Rangers St Johnson game? Uh, I, I ended up watching the St Johnston game and then I, I caught the rest of it this morning, so I'm all up to date. It's, it's really good, isn't it, H? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't worry, no spoilers. Okay, we're back after the news. Cheers, Jordan. We're back with Barry and Mark next. Thank Cheers, thank you. I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Hour two with Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, Paul Cooney and loads of your calls coming in. Glasgow's own... Radio with OPC Energy Limited. Thanks for all your support. 600,000 downloads of the programme, Barry. It's going up and up and up. Yep. Um, brilliant 600,000 and I'm sure we'll get to three quarters of a million before the end of the season. And we're looking forward to I love a challenge. Let's do that. We're looking forward to the Euros and the Boogie Bus oh. hopefully at uh, Wembley. Uh, and the fans are going to be in at Hamden as well. Yep, brilliant. Um, I'm actually looking forward to the Euros because I believe we can get out of the group you asked us a question during the break can I ask you the question that you put to Mark and to me do you think we're going to go through yes. to the next stage you I, do I firmly yeah. believe that I firmly believe we've got the the players to do it um, the looks of us a real good spirit amongst the group as well um, and as I said we've got real good quality players players that are playing at the top level at big clubs they're under pressure every single week um, so I firmly believe we've got a group of players that can get out of the group and what's the route to that Mark because uh, we were speaking during the break as we said it's not the England game to look to just now is it? No two games if um, we'll get the Czech Republic we've got Croatia Paul if you look back to, to Euro 2016 when the format was brought in about the best third, third place I think it's four best third place teams also go through if you look back to I think it's maybe Northern Ireland but three points in either a, a a zero or a negative one goal difference can get you through. So see if you just win one of those games, you can nick a point. Four will definitely get you through, but you might get through with three. Two home games mm. at Hamden. We can do it. Absolutely can do it. It's there to be done. Good point. What do you think? 0808 17 17 700. It may not be on your mind tonight because Rangers fans are calling in huge numbers because Rangers went out of the cup last night. We spoke to Xander Clark in the first hour and this was him last night speaking about uh, his goal. I think we're giving him that goal. I know. uh, Yeah, let's say it was his assist or his goal. What was it in the second minute of extra time? Got to give it to Chris Kane. That would be really. It, oh, oh, change the rules. Oh, okay. Chris Kane's a striker. The strikers live for those. All right. Those goals 121 minutes. He was under Clark. But now, listen. It's just one of those that you just go up and hope to try and cause a bit of havoc. Everybody's got a, a certain player that they need to be marking. You know, and nobody's ever ever going to be marking me. And if somebody does, then it's usually one of the bigger ones that will go on, on the goalie. So I was just trying to create that sort of uncertainty. Say I find, I see the ball come to me and just. 
get a glance on it and you know it hits Kano and goes in and that was that was that. A great a great feeling. Um so I'll next try and see if the chairman will give me an assist bonus. One thing that is crucial is the final moments when you get yourself in front. And we managed to get the breakthrough, fantastic goal with James. We need to manage the ball better, high up by the corner flags. We need to be further up the pitch, we need to be pressing higher up, maybe stopping the game and being clever. Uh, we never done that well enough, it led to a corner. And then someone who's six foot eight, for some reason, is free in the box. That can't happen. That's on me, that's on us, and we have to ex- uh, accept responsibility for that. But it did happen. Uh, what about the win, uh, this extra bonus there for that assist? Uh, do you think that'll happen? Well, every chance if it deserves, if anybody deserves a, an assist bonus, then it's it's Xander Clark for last night. You know, helping take his team not not only for the assist, but as Barry pointed out, he had two if not three outstanding saves, and and, and so did Alan McGregor. Be fair at nil nil from Scott Tanzer. Um, Alan McGregor had uh, a top save, and then with Michael Hallen Alan racing through, he raced out really sharp um, off his line. So St. Johnson did create um, a couple of chances, but I said at the top, just very very brave, and um, you know having watch what they were able to do to Rangers at McDermott last Wednesday night then it was no major surprise uh, in terms of the, the bravery and the ability and the never say die attitude yeah, that they've got just in terms of St Johnson uh, as a team the, the players they know their roles and responsibilities uh, they're, they're obviously well coached they're, there's no doubt in that um, and I, I said um, the last week's game at McDermott Park the amount of work they put into the game um, they doubled that mm-hmm. on yeah. Sunday they, they never stop running. Um, they harassed Rangers. Um, they, didn't, they never gave Rangers any time on the ball. Normally, when you play at home, uh, at Ibrook, sorry, mm. teams sit off you, mm-hmm. let you have. But St. Johnson were brave. They went and put pressure on Rangers at the the right times. And and look, it, it paid off in the end. Paid off. Scott, a Rangers fan, is on the line. Scott, good evening. Hi guys. Hi Scott, yeah, yeah, we're fine, thank you. Uh, what about last night then? What do you want to talk about in particular uh, about your team? I want to talk in particular about the middle of the park. I think when we don't have a Ryan Jack or a Scotty Arfield in the middle of the park, we are drastically outnumbered in there. Because I feel Aribo or Hadji, they don't go back enough. Davis doesn't get the legs at 35 years of age. I don't think Kamara does that defensive work as well as a Jack or an Arfield. We need that bit of dig, especially in a game like last night where we didn't have a lot of the ball. We it was they were on us for minute one. We need someone to have that bit of dig. And when Jack or Arfield aren't playing, I think it's um, our mass. I think it's our biggest weakness in the middle of the park. I mean, I think it's a good point you make about about Ryan Jack. He is a big miss, um, Scott, for sure. Big miss to the the Rangers team. He's he's been an exceptional uh, player for eighteen months to to two years I would pick you up on your, your point about Steve Davis not having the legs to get back trust me I was there last Wednesday I was there last night he is tracking back all the time he's the first man um, back you might not get picked up in the, in the television camera but just because he's, he's 36 now don't fall into the trap of thinking oh he, his legs have gone and, and that kind of thing he is still giving 100% he's still going in the final minutes um, of stoppage time um, but uh, yeah, you know, maybe Stephen Gerald will look to do something um, a wee bit different um, ahead of Sunday, and uh, you know, as I say, I was really impressed with with Scott Wright um, when he came on. He also scored a good goal uh, last midweek at Perth, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a starting place for Scott Wright on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked lively. Um, me and Mark were, were talking off off air. He's a he's a guy who's impressed me every time he's um, he's come off the bench. He impressed me last week. 
against St Johnson up at McDermott Park I thought his goal was exceptional and maybe he would have been disappointed not to have been the starting 11 um, so he had to go on and, and show the manager that listen I'm here I want to be playing and I thought um, Rangers got a good reaction off him when he came off the bench he looked as I said lively he looked to to get in behind really um, driving runs with the ball I, I like Scott Wright I, I do believe in, in time he will become a a, a proper Rangers player but in terms of the midfield there's no doubt we've, we've missed Ryan Jack mm. but we've missed Ryan Jack for a couple of months um, so it's, it's important that other players um, take that responsibility in terms of Stephen Davis for me he's been one of the top performers his legs are no nowhere near gone for me um, I, I watch him closely and I believe he's got another year or two left in, in no, those legs I just thought Glenn Kamara and Arebo were a bit off it last night and sometimes you get that in games um, so look in terms of Rangers midfield I, I think it's a strong area mm-hmm. Scott Arfield missed again that, that'll be a worry he's been missed a couple of times throughout the season um, big player a lot of experience um, but if you still look at the three in the middle of the park there's still real good quality Rangers I've got Stephen Davis Kamara and Arebo yeah. Scott what do you feel about Scott Wright your namesake yeah, I think Scott Wright, he's done nothing wrong since he started, since he came in. So he scored midweek. Every game he's came on, as he said, look live, look sharp, looks like he wants to get involved. Uh, he's been yeah, he's been one of our better players from January onwards. And just want to touch on Davis as well. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, what I meant by Davis' legs gone is the fact that he's played 45, 50 games this season. Mm-hmm. He's played, he started majority games. And at the age of 36, he doesn't have he isn't the runner that a Ryan Jack or a Scotty Arfield does. Yeah, but uh, look, Scott, I, I think Stephen Davis wouldn't have played as many games if Ryan Jack was was fully fit. Um, I, I think he would have um, used so some games he uses both of them, but ideally he would like to have pulled Stephen Davis out um, every now and then. But if you think back of the Hamilton Aki's game, right, I think yep. eight weeks ago, you left both of them on the bench, and then he mentioned in his interview after the game. Can't do it again. Yep. There's no way either two of them will play or one has to play in that midfield. Scott, so you're kind of telling us what you're looking for on Sunday against Celtic. Are you nervous about the game now? Um, it's an old firm game, so of course I'm nervous. Nervous at every old firm game. But yeah, I hope, I, I'm praying every night that our Scott Arfield's fit. If he's fit and starts instead of Hadji, I think we'll win the game. Because Aribo was. Aribo's our best player in, that, in the game a couple of weeks last week when he was playing the right he gave Laxalt and Taylor a torrid time mm-hmm. and if we can get our field in the middle of the park and Aribo on the right through the same team whether it's Taylor or Laxalt that plays I think we would have a very good chance of winning It's probably going to be Taylor you would imagine Guaranteed yeah. it's going to be Greg <laughs> exactly, Taylor yeah. <laughs> Is Laxalt still here after the game two weeks ago? Was it just over a yeah, week but that, ago? That was yeah. a good move yeah. from Stephen Gerrard um, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I never thought that Arebo would have played in the right. I know he's been used there mostly in European games, um, but he overran Laxal, there's no doubt about it. But I, I agree, Scotty Arfield, um, you need good, experienced players in big games, and the manager will be hopeful that it's no long term. I don't know too much about the injury. I know he pulled up the day before uh, the St. Johnson Cup game. So hopefully that's no long term and he can uh, be available for Sunday. Mm-hmm. Scott, are you on Spotify? Yes. 
Yeah, so I see that the founder wants to buy Arsenal, as you know, um, but Arsenal is saying it's not up for sale. Kronkis says no. And I'm mentioning that because, among others, Patrick Vieira and Thierry Henry, Scott, he wants to get involved in that consortium. Bergkamp as well. All names, Scott, because I think you're about, you're 20 years younger than Stephen Davis, aren't you? You're 16 or? Yeah. Yeah, you are. I'm I'm 20 now, yeah. Oh, you're 20, sorry, right. But your generation is amazing, isn't it? The wealth that they're creating and the ambition they have. Do you think somebody like um, Eck, isn't it? who is the founder of Spotify, would you welcome him coming in to English football? Well, I'm a, I'm a Spurs fan, so oh, right. uh, yeah. hopefully, not to, I, hopefully not to Arsenal. But yeah, I, we've seen uh, ESL and all that. Well, owners down south only care about one thing, and that's a bank balance. And if Arsenal or any English club, whether it's the Glazers at Man United, FSG, or Dan Levy at my club Spurs, if any of them can get, if you can get a buyer that cares about the club, for any of them then it's, it can only be a positive thing for football in general because then we won't see another ESL talk happening again Scott I heard uh, Troy Deeney this morning mentioning Stephen Gerrard for the, for the Spurs job how much of a Spurs are a Rangers man <laughs> <laughs> are you, more, are you, more, you? Def- definitely more Rangers so I'll you want Stephen Gerrard to stay who, who do you want then would you have a Brendan Rodgers or an Eddie Howe who would you have as manager of Spurs well, Nagelsmann was my first choice but mm-hmm. the reports today looks like he's going yep. to Bayern he's going to so Bayern then, yep so after that's probably Rogers would be my second choice. So I feel we can easily just pay him more than Leicester. That's my thinking. And he's he's always to me Rogers always been a man to take the money, not in a disrespectful way, but he done it he left Celtic to go to Leicester, he left Swansea to go to Liverpool and I reckon he could very easily leave Leicester come to Spurs. Mind you, we listen to what you're saying, Scott. He went, he went from, he, you know, he went to Liverpool. Who wouldn't have gone to Liverpool? Yeah, and then so when he went to Celtic, he was he was out of work. work. He had some offers, but yeah. uh, he Swansea, Liverpool. Um, that's he's an exceptional um, manager, Paul Brendan yes, Rodgers. Yeah. You look at what he's achieved again uh, with Leicester and then the, the, the FA Cup final. They kind of they kind of fell away um, last season towards end then after the restart. But you look at his his track record. He is an outstanding. Manager and for me would have to be Spurs' number one choice all day long. In terms of Spurs, once this lockdown's out the way, it's one stadium I want to go and visit. It looks unbelievable. Spurs it is stadium. Unbelievable. Have you been? been? A been? Yeah, it's unbelievable. You want to take Barry pouring down? Can you want him in a competition? Take him down, Scott. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. uh, pouring pints for the bottom of the cup. It's unreal. Uh, I'm uh, Something like the. That's the only reason I want to go. <laughs> Something like the flooring of the stadiums made from rubble of the old one, I think I read somewhere. Wow. So it's still got that history of the old stadium in it, and yeah, the atmosphere, everything, it's amazing. Yeah, it looks amazing. Right. I think I think um, Paul's just looking up just now, Scott. Remember, see, I think Paul's just going to try and organise a live broadcast from one of the Go Radio shows from. Um, the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium I think we'll go down and do that Paula I'm sure it could be arranged Barry <laughs> you still got the hotline to Daniel Levy who was on the Rangers board wasn't he of course years and years yeah, ago yeah true. he was yeah. yeah, along with uh, Jill Lewis I've not got his phone number no I'm sure we could get it oh, listen Scott we've been all around everywhere then so we've got your thoughts there on uh, Brendan Rodgers uh, maybe actually Leicester fans would hate that but who knows you do fancy he would go to one of the elite clubs although Just, the money behind Leicester is yeah. massive Scott I was going to ask you do you yeah. think you'll be able to keep Harry Kane want to and if we're able to, to to I think there's a part of me that thinks he'll stay but I don't know if that's more heart over head that thinks he'll stay 
Man United would love him, I think. Depends what they pay for him. Because see, after COVID... I'll be values, honest, I think yep. he's the best striker in the world. Do you? Yeah. Hurricane. Yep. But tell I, us I why. I firmly believe yep. it. Just overall... Like, get everything. Can, yeah, he's got everything. Mm-hmm. Everything that a, a centre-forward needs. Um, is he wasted at Spurs? With the greatest respect to Spurs, is he wasted at Spurs? Yeah, I, I think it would... Like a player of that quality going through his full career, not being able to win anything, I think it would be a shame. Because he's that good. I honestly believe he's that good. Scott, come in and defend him. Is he wasted at Spurs? I never said that. Mark said no, that. No, I know. That's right. Indeed. <laughs> for, for, for the tape, for the record. I think if we get a Brendan Rodgers style manager in, I think we could very easily win something. Whether it's the Europa League. We're not main top four. Okay. Whether it's the Europa League. If we get a top quality manager in like a Brendan Rodgers. Because I think... Uh, differ to believe, differ to most popular belief. I think we've got a Spurs have got a very good squad. Like if you look at the talent, like your Delhi Alley, Gareth Bale, Son, Kane, players like that. People think I think we do have a very good squad. We get yep. a good manager to go along with that. On like I don't think Mourinho suited the players we had. Okay. If we get a good manager in, then I think like a Rodgers or an Eaglesman, then I think we he could go places. Whether Kane mm-hmm. will stay for that is. See, see when you look at Spurs For me before Mourinho came in Spurs were a, always an attractive football team Great to watch Deli Alley yep, I never enjoyed them I'll be mm. honest with you Mourinho Listen mm. Top manager Won everything But I never enjoyed watching mm. them Before that Spurs were always an attractive team Would they have won it Yesterday Against Man City no, if I don't he think stayed? it would have made a difference no. no But they didn't seem to change nah. much Scott let's bring it back to Rangers then Before we go to the break What is your prediction uh, Scoreline and scorers for Sunday Rangers Celtic uh, I'll flip the previous colours uh, scoreline and I'll go 2 0 Rangers with, I think, it'll be Kent and Goldson from a corner. Oh, really? Wow. I, I, just because you're being so specific, right, Scott? Good. I like that that you're going for it. Goldson from the corner. Rob McLean will be standing by to commentate on that one. Scott, thanks very much for calling Go Radio. No worries, guys. Good. Cheers. Good Thank you. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Go Radio Football Show, Monday night. We're off and running. We're on Monday to Friday, five till seven. And we're on this weekend on Sunday. It's Rangers against Celtic. The last meeting of the two this season. Hold at on, Ibrox in the cup Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday Thursday, in the league six, six <laughs> leagues Barry six, six leagues before the league game we're still thinking of the cup uh, over the weekend and it was a good one for Hibs unusual games over the weekend some of them Hibs 2 up and then it went to 2-2 two, two right at the end did you feel for Motherwell Barry losing out on penalties? yeah it's never nice to lose out on penalties let's, let's be honest with you um, but they gave it a good go as you mentioned there Hibs 2 up they, they showed good character good fight to get back into it so look, they'll be disappointed um, to lose out in penalties but listen they've not got through into the semi-final it's plain and simple Hibs, Hibs have it was Doidge and Irvin the scorers and then for well late on O'Donnell and Watt mm. Mark it just wasn't to be yeah and missing two penalty kits good comeback um, from, from Motherwell from Graham Alexander's team Tony Watt uh, made a difference livened it up um, when he came off uh, the bench but you know there'll be a real determination about Hibs now Paul considering they've lost uh, their last two semi-finals that, that, that they've been to at Hamden Park big blow for them though Martin Boyle suspended mm. for the semi-final which is a real blow which is a boost for the other teams however Hibs getting the draw um, tonight after the, the Kilmarnock um, St Mirren game but um, look 
I know we all want to see Celtic and Rangers and the big two and dra 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 but there's just something really special and proper romantic when there's four teams in there and you know that somebody that's not expecting it is going to win the Scottish Cup this season and I think that's absolutely brilliant yep. for other people to get a turn yeah what an opportunity mm. what an opportunity the, the players at Hibs Dundee United um, St Johnson and obviously the winner of the Command looks at Man game tonight they, they'll be looking and thinking what, what a chance to win because as I said it's a brilliant competition to play in the Scottish Cup and somebody you know well and you rate him very highly Mickey Mellon and uh, delighted for him great chance for them isn't it yeah it's been tough for Mickey this year because he's, he's probably not had uh, the kind of finances for him to go and build the sort of team that he's wanted he had to kind of use what was there it was Robbie Nielsen's old teammate I know he made two or three signings so I think next season you'll see the best of uh, Mickey Mellon as a manager uh, I'm not just saying it because he's a mate of mine I do think he's um, he's a very good manager um, and what a result from up at Petaudry 3-0 and look 3-0 it could have been 4 or 5 Dundee, Dundee United were that dominant Matt McNulty double and Ryan Edwards with the header Mark how impressed were you? Yeah great result I didn't fancy Dundee United but credit to him I thought mm. they they put their goals away well they were, they were compact and also as well bear in mind I'm a big fan of Benjamin uh, Seacrest the goalkeeper he wasn't available and uh, my mate went in and uh, had, a, had a real good uh, performance I was just going to ask Barry Mickey Mellon definitely be there next season Barry Doncaster he's definitely that. on the list yep I've I, I seen that it's a big decision that, does Mickey want to go back down um, and Doncaster are always fighting to get out of that League 1 into the, the Championship so it's a big decision for him if I'm done United I try and keep him because I, I think he's just don't, he's going to grow in what happened this year but there's um, big money there isn't there there, there is yeah. big money um, I know uh, money's been tight up at Dunn United this season so that's a decision that, that Mickey will need to make whether he's going to get the backing um, to push Dunn United mm-hmm. on again because um, he, he'll be looking at next season to push into that, that top four um, fighting Hibs and Aberdeen and getting to a, a major final look they've got a great opportunity this season we obviously beat Aberdeen um, in the quarter final but look uh, M- Mickey's I-, I like the way Mickey's went about his business he's he's done it in the conference League 2 League yep. 1 he's, he's always had good um, good clubs to work for he's always done good jobs at the club and I was delighted to get him uh, to see him sorry get the opportunity to manage it at Premier League level up here. Good. We'll talk about tonight's cup game. Kilmarnock against St Mirren, a bit of a West of Scotland derby. We'll speak about that before seven. A few messages coming in, quite a few messages from Rangers fans gutted about last night. Uh, Barry, a question from Alan here saying, what would you have said in the dressing room afterwards when the players came in after what he describes as a shocking display at the end of the game? So if you were the manager of Rangers, what would you have been saying? Um, what I would really want to say, I can't say on air. Uh, obviously we'll get, in, yeah. we'll get in trouble um, but listen to the d- simple words what missed opportunity mm-hmm. plain and simple another question is Gerard as great a manager as the media are portraying two shots at the Cups this season twice bottled yeah I still I, I still believe he's a, a top manager I do mm-hmm. um, the difference he's made in Rangers this season I'll be honest with you when the league finished last season I was worried um, so it shows you what he's all about what type of character he is um, he went and made some good signings Yeah, I, I still firmly believe that he's a top manager um, and this will hurt him when you're watching him do his interviews 
he was hurting last night he was seething disappointed angry a mixture of emotions mm. um, so I would um, I would hazard a guess that training will be at some tempo this week Quite he'll be demanding that and he'll be demanding to get a response on Sunday Mark that was a question there is bottled a bit uh, strong given yeah the, I mean yeah. I'll, well I mean just because you lose a game I always get what you hear that about oh, they've, they've bottled it mm. this and that listen you've got to give the other team um, credit as mm. well did Stephen Gerrard bottle it because his team lost a goal in the last minute last night or Kima Roof missed a penalty no I, I don't put that down to to bottle I just put that down to being on the pitch um, on the night but Rangers had an opportunity to go and win the tie last night and they didn't manage to see it through they didn't manage to see it through against St Mirren after scoring late on then conceded so there's, there's, there's a pattern there in, in cup games and twice Celtic about the competitions it's given them a golden opportunity but I think it goes back to the point that you'd mentioned and Barry's mentioned consistently then I think it just shows you the credit that Celtic deserve and probably haven't had because I heard it too many times I thought it was so disrespectful I Celtic have won a treble but, but they're not really up against any but I mean look at it's easy to win a treble yeah. I'm sitting next to a guy that's won two trebles 1999 and 2003 it's no easy and the Rangers just what's happened to Rangers last night against them it shows you that it's not easy to win any competition to win any game of football it's not easy and should never be taken for granted and Rangers to, to go on to that next level to go and win it again next season in the league to show that this season um, is proper and they're building on it they've got a big big job in their hands and they need characters and they need a strong uh, mentality the manager's got it do the players have it they need to go and show that they have in terms of bottled no we, we were talking about earlier on the show I think Mark mentioned a minute to go players take responsibility the manager can't do anything about that on the sidelines that's when you need to manage things on the pitch and that's what didn't happen plain and simple He's the manager. The reality is we need to be better in cup competitions. You know, we're getting to this stage too many times and getting stung. For example, St Mirren in the League Cup. Um, in the final moments of games, four days ago, we haven't managed the game well enough as a team and we were paid for that. Two points were taken away. So that's a challenge for me to, to improve in cup competitions and get a group that's capable of being better and um, giving our fans what they deserve, which is more trophies, not just one out of nine. nine. That's not good enough here. Not good enough. One out of nine. Does it mess that's, about? Does he? No. And, that, and and he's saying that that's, that's on himself. One out of nine. I'm not having that. No. And my players. Yeah, but he yeah. he's putting that to his players that he's not accepting it. The standards here. One trophy in nine ain't good enough. Mm-hmm. Now we need to dust ourselves down and get on with it and show how good we are. See next season, it's going to be massive. There's comments to me, Paul, and the ways delivered them more than what he said. Mm-hmm. It's the ways delivered them suggesting me. That he knows that last night's probably made his mind up in one or two that are only there for the journey for for, for mm-hmm. next year. But one or two that he thought, you know what? You've had your chance. You've been good, but to go to the next level, to retain the title, to win a double next season, I'm going to have to improve on you guys. I think it'll be one or two that'll be out the door. I think that was never any doubt that he was going to. I, I'm a firm believer in the best time to strengthen is when you're in top. In terms of the league, Rangers have won it. I'm sure he knows that he needs to go and add two or three real quality players to kick the team on again I love when you tell us what's happening at Rangers and you've been saying for a month they are going to strengthen 100% two, two or three, three new players 100% and they are 
<laughs> Stay tuned to Go Radio. But yeah, yeah, you have been saying it for weeks, and yeah, that will show. I have no doubt yep. in my mind, and Mark makes a good point there. That, listen, after the dust settles last night, today he'll be thinking, right? You know what? It's it's so important that he goes and strengthens the the squad. Tell me, is there anybody? In, if you think the specific positions that need strength and need beefed up, is there anybody in the Scottish game under Rangers' noses that's good enough to go and do it for Rangers? Good question. Well, you're is thinking. It, there's yeah. quite there's a there's a, a few players that I think are, are certainly good enough mm. um, to go. Names, please. I'll, I'll go on. Yeah, I, th- I think he's good enough. I'm not just saying. I, I don't like no, saying I it because people will just automatically. Yeah, people automatically think, oh, it's just because it's his nephew. He's trying to push him um, no. or push him to a move or whatever. I think Lewis definitely he, he played with a higher standard of player, and that's me no being disrespectful to Aberdeen, but I think he can go at the next level. I think the young lad that played with St. Johnson Alan last McKay. night again it, for me at the start of the season to now he's physically matured again mm-hmm. he looks strong he looks if he's grew into his body he's another one um, that can strengthen a Rangers or Celtic Kevin Nisbet another guy that mm-hmm. continually impresses me um, an out and out goal scorer so there is players I, I, I would like clubs like Rangers to look here but it's whether they're going to get outpriced 0808 17 17 700 Barry Ferguson Mark Guidi Paul Cooney and loads of your calls coming in some Celtic fans on the socials Barry and Mark saying what's the news on Celtic going for the Croatian defender Mario Vuskovic 4 million they're saying any word on that speculation over the weekend Mark Paul it's, listen there's no doubt that you know as much as the, the club does, there's, there's not that structure there in terms of head, heads of department but there will still be lists on the go and as soon as a new manager comes in a chief scout a director of football a technical director, whatever it's going to be, um, there'll be a list ready and waiting. And obviously, whoever comes into these jobs will have experience, so they'll have their, their own list from their previous clubs. Um, but one thing that we know for sure that Celtic are, are going to be looking for, I would say, two central um, defenders. Like I'm, I'm taking it that Christopher Ayer is going to leave. There's a really interesting story uh, back page in the Mail on Sunday yesterday about um, Ryan Christie having six months to go I seen that. Um, on, on his deal which yeah. you know that now all of a sudden you're potentially maybe looking at losing four, five, six million quid because everyone thought Christie there was a year left didn't yeah. they everyone so, thinks there's a year left but, uh, end of July I, he can I, sign I for another get, club on a pre-contract yeah I read that myself I, yeah. I don't get that how your contract would run out the end yeah. of December yeah it's far, it's far from I don't, I don't know if it's been confirmed or denied by the club I don't know but I just know as you know Paul if you're a journalist and you're writing that kind of story, you've you got know. to be a hundred percent certain. And, and I'm, and I'm, and I would say that the, that the story, that the story is. That's him a free transfer. Mm-hmm. Yep. As Mark just Pretty mentioned, there, four, five mil, four or five million pound down the pan. And people have felt for months that he was going to be away next season anyway. So maybe that is part. Of, would Brendan Rodgers like him at Leicester? Would he, would he go to a Leicester? Yeah, he'd maybe. certainly go and play for. Put it this way. Paul, if you think you can get Ryan Christie in a pre-contract at the end of July, mm. I think there would be a number. I mean, Patrick Vera tried to sign him for Nice yeah. um, last uh, earlier this Recently, season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, they couldn't get a deal, uh, a price agreed. They were Celtic by ball account. So all of a sudden, Ryan Christie, Scotland internationalist, and if he's a good Euros, available in a free, 
That's a no-brainer for just about every club down south, never mind Leicester. Getting to that time of year now, isn't it? I saw Derek McInnes, we all did, on the match. I thought he was really good on the telly, wasn't he? That Derek did well. Funny seeing him back at Pataudry as well recently for the first time. Where's he going to end up? And if Mickey Mellon does, if he goes down south, would he go to Dundee United? Well, he's played there. Del. Of he's course, a f- former yeah. Dun United player. Um, look, it's a bit early in terms I, yeah. of will he go? Yeah, yep. will he go to Dun sure. United or not? I, I, I think the next big job um, comes up. Derek McInnes will be at the the front of that that list. He'll be or back top, in of, top of the list. There's no doubt. I thought I thought the job he done up at Aberdeen over the eight years was very good. You've got to remember every single season he loses mm. his best players, yep. and quite a lot of um, six or seven of that. Eight years mm-hmm. He had to rebuild Every single summer um, So I, I've got a lot of respect For Derek I thought he'd done a, An excellent job I know Lewis Says in terms of His man management He was he was excellent mm-hmm. And his assistant manager Tony Dalt Was a really good coach As well So look Whether it's up here uh, You want to see All the best managers Stay up here um, but listen, a job needs to come up first. We want a strong Aberdeen, don't we? Because Hearts yeah. are coming back in. You know, Hibs, the big established cities, should have teams who are at the top. It's the cup quarter final. The one other place. Who, who's going to? Who's your favourite now to win the cup? In the last section, now we're going to ask you about it. Team news coming in. Mark Weedy first with the team news. Mm, Kelly well, against uh, St Mirren. Well, the big news right away, Paul. No, Kyle Lafferty, ten goals in, in, in six games. He's not in the starting lineup for Kilmarnock. He's not on the bench for Kilmarnock. Um, so there's no doubt that he's, he's, he's picked up an injury and it just depends what kind of injury is and how long it's going to put because the bigger picture for Kilmarnock mm. is staying in the division and to lose their, their talisman is a big blow not only for tonight but potentially for the, the remaining four uh, league games. Well, he's turned their season. Oh, three league games actually. Three, three league yeah, games he left. He was, they were dropping like a stone, weren't they? Uh, yeah, they were. Um, Mark just mentioned their 10 goals in six mm. games. Unbelievable return. That That's a body blow for, for Kilmarnock. There's no doubt about that it. Tommy Wright, yep. yep. Tommy Wright will be um, worried because um, I think single-handedly he's got them away for that 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 bottom bit of the table. I know they're still in it. Um, it took him, time, didn't it? The first few weeks. Yeah, but him and like, Big Laugh and Chris mm. Burke, yep. um, they've got a good understanding together. Um, so that's a, that's a massive, massive miss, and it will be a big worry for Tommy Wright. Um, I don't know whether he's going to be out for the rest of the season. Um, but what a signing he's been Okay, what's uh, who's going to win the cup have a think about that during this quick break we're going to get the traffic and travel and then we'll give you the team news Mark you've got it there and also any great goalie goals over the year I'm still giving it to Xander Clark I know it was the assist but have a wee think during the break great goals from goalies that's coming next The Go Radio Football Show download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from 5 yeah, tomorrow morning, Crofty and Grado. And well done to Grado doing the kill walk at the weekend. I saw loads of his posts on Instagram. He's everywhere, isn't oh, he? It's brilliant. And he was raising money for everywhere. the beats. And well done. And well done to everyone. Jim Goodwin and the St Myrne players and Ali and everyone there. So many of them doing it for the Saints Trust and for Gail. Just all over the country, Barry. We were yep. I was in Edinburgh. I was uh, Paul It's amazing. Yep. And it's amazing that Sir Tom Hunter um, tops it up by 50%. That's unbelievable. 
great. Thanks to everyone who took part. There's almost uh, it's about three and a half million raised by the walkers so far and uh, oh. about a million and a half from Sir Tom and the Hunter Foundation. It is amazing. We had uh, 11 and a half thousand walkers all over Scotland for 1,055 Scottish charities. Yep. Thank you so much. I mean, that, I mean, a lot of the charities would have been struggling yeah. with this last year with, yep. with, with COVID. So what's that? Five million pounds? It's nearly five. Brilliant. I'll tell you as the Brilliant week stuff. goes on. But yeah, and the money. you still got another week to get it in. Okay, one more week. Are you not talking about 50%? Uh, uh, well, if I could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I've done. Yeah. You can't you can't compete with those guys, can you? Oof. You wouldn't want to. They're phenomenal. We're so lucky. Hunter yeah. in hockey yesterday was brilliant as well. It's a great show, and uh, they'll be on again this weekend. And wasn't it great to have Willie on uh, last Wednesday when we talked the European football? It was great to get that insight about the seven billion pound debt of the top clubs. Yeah, I was amazed when he he mentioned that the, the twelve clubs yep. were over seven billion in debt. I, I, I couldn't Horrendous. believe that. That's yep. a staggering amount of money. Um, and it was great to hear him talk about Queen's Park as well what they're trying to do there um, in terms of the money they're spending on the players they've won the league this year Leicester Hamden getting redeveloped so it's that, that's certainly a club on the up Queen's Park Who is going to win the cup? Who's your choice? We'll find out Barry in a moment or two Mark you've got the team news for tonight Kilmarnock against St Mirren Yeah Kilmarnock was here the big news uh, for tonight no Kyle Lafferty he's not in the starting lineup. he's not in the bench we believe he is injured and it's now all about him being fit for the weekend um, so a blow for Tommy Wright to lose his his man has scored 10 goals in 6 games however they do have some good options up front and it's Doyle and goals at the back Millen, Broadfoot, Rossi and Houstrup holding two Power and Malumbu and it's Burke, Pinnock and Kilty in behind the striker Oakley on the bench for Tommy Wright's team Rogers, McGowan and Waters DiCamona, McKenzie, Tishbola Dicker, Kabamba and Whitehall for St Mirren Jim Goodwin has gone with a 4-4-2 it's Arnick in goals at the back it's Fraser, Shaughnessy, McCarthy and Tate it's Dennis, Doyle, Hayes, McGrath and Henderson and it's Dumas and Lee Irwin up front on the bench for the Saints Barry, you're going to watch it tonight um, as well as listening to Joe Day here on goal. You're looking for goals? Yeah, but I was impressed with Mark Guidi there. top class, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, that was, uh, that was very <laughs> impressive. No, I'm looking forward to this game um, tonight. I think there'll be goals in it. Um, but a massive, massive, I'll keep going back to it. Mark just mentioned there, Kyle Lafferty. Um, Tommy Wright will be worried and he'll be hopeful that it's that's him now for the rest of the season we don't know what, what type of injury it is hopefully it's not for Kilmarnock's sake but I'm expecting a real good game and these two teams obviously watching the favourites go out last night um, and they'll see it as a real opportunity to get to the semi-finals and St Mirren are still annoyed at themselves they did the hardest work they beat Rangers in the League Cup the shock of the season mm. and then they couldn't progress so who's going to win? I'm going to go St Mirren Yep, think yes, Saints. I, I, I think it'll be St Man. I think Kyle Lafferty's massive miss mm-hmm. um, but I did mention on Friday that I, I fancied St Man. I think it'll be tight goals in it I'm going 3-2 St Man. 3-2 is Dermis going to be in there Mark Guidi how do you see it? Uh, well I'm trying to think who I took on Friday night I couldn't remember and who did Barry go for on Friday and I took the opposite I can't mind yeah you took St Man and I yep, took Kilman yep, so, yep, so, yeah, right. although um 
Yep. Big Lafferty missing's a blow. Mm-hmm. It's a blow, that, isn't that, it? That, no. No, seriously, so what do you think now? It's a blow, yep. but I do like uh, Burke and, and, and Kelty. Um, and Big Oatley can be a handful up front. Anyway, so I'll stick with Kilmarnock and I'll go 2-1 Kelly. So, 2-1 Kelly. We'll see how the draw comes out tonight. Barry, um, who do you think is going to go all the way? St Johnson. Right, their name's think, in the cup. I yep. think he's going to get the double. Wow. And does, that, does that make Callum manager of the year if that happens? If he doesn't get the double, he'll not be manager of the year. If he gets the double, I think he'll just nip Stephen Gerrard and get in the um, manager of the year. I mean, wow. you, you've got to look at the size of the club, the, the size of budget. He only took over in the summer, it's his first season. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and to win, your, to win a double in your first season, that would be um, that would be unbelievable for St. Johnson. But I, I just watched them last night again. I, mm-hmm. How can you not be impressed by them? Mm-hmm. Just their, their organisation. If you look through that team, there's no big names jump out at you. Mm-hmm. But what the other, the group that work hard for each other. And also they've got good quality within that group. Looked very comfortable on the ball last night. That, that's the thing that um, impressed me last mm-hmm. night. Um, we know how good they are defensively. Without the ball, they worked really hard. But when they got on the ball, they played some decent stuff. Um, they didn't panic. And it's easy sometimes for teams that go to big places like Ibrox and Celtic Park to... Mm-hmm. I know there's no fans in, but sometimes it's difficult for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that really impressed me last night. As I go back to it, I thought the middle two were excellent for them. Mm. Liam Craig and, and Ali McCann. The back three are just rock solid. And then you've got big Xander in goals who had a, an unbelievable evening. And he joined us uh, first here uh, an hour or so ago. Mark, if it's not St. Johnson, so let's say they get to the final or whatever, who would you choose? I'd have to fancy Hibs, Paul, although... Mm. Semi final, not not having Martin Boyle. I mean, that, for me, mm. that's just as big a blow as Emmett Kilmarnock tonight. Not having mm. um, Kyle Lafferty. Martin Boyle's is a match winner. Mm. He, he's up there, probably in the top ten most consistent players in Scotland this season. Yep. Um, I would say, you know, a real um, threat. His pace, what his um, defence is all over the place. Um, so yeah, St Johnston, right up there. Hibs, um, credited in the United. Um, as well and um, when they hit form they get great goal threat you know from mm. from McNulty to Shanklin to Nicky yeah. Clark I mean he um, played day three well. yep. he played day three away in the quarter final against Aberdeen yep. it just shows you he went for it it's yeah. unconventional yeah. isn't it it is yep. it is but as Mark just mentioned there that that's three proven goal scorers and you're two of them Scotland internationalists yep and something you both mentioned earlier for this weekend, because as Glasgow Station uh, Go Radio, we're looking forward already to Rangers against Celtic. Um, Rangers are going to come right, they'll be right up for it. They'll be hurt by what happened last night. And Celtic, well, have they got that pride they'll there? They, they'll be hunger? hurt as well, Paul, after yeah. the, the last performance. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. That, that's the kind of mind frame I would be um, thinking that Rangers have after the last Old Firm game. You heard John Kennedy say that he was disappointed um, and the way they, they approach the game so my feelings are Celtic are going to come and, and obviously try and put one one over you and you need to accept that last night wasn't good enough and you need a response and we're better to do it in an old firm game Mark will be on the M8 heading for Govan but are some of them thinking about Glasgow Airport and leaving this area or are they up for it enough of the Celtic players to give us a real game on Sunday well they need to be because for a number of them Paul this will be the last game they'll ever play for Celtic against Rangers mm-hmm. so you know whether it be Scott Brown 
Um, he always gives be, everything, doesn't he? So, yeah, whether it yeah. be Ryan Christie, whether it be Odson, mm. Edward, you know, whoever it may be, there's there's probably at, at least Hussie. five or six, if mm. not if not more. Yeah, Ellen mm. um that need to go and show that you know that um, they can finish on some form of high, albeit it's going to be trophies. But if there's only one thing left to achieve, you know, for both sides, so it's Celtic to beat Rangers naturally to stop Rangers from going unbeaten and just to finish on some kind of eye for Rangers it's about beating Celtic and I think now the Rangers target that's left is trying to get to 100 points that's what Rangers mm. want to do and make sure they don't lose a game in the league so there's different targets for both to go for and both sets of players in different ways have got points to prove Celtic overall and what's been a, a calamitous campaign and for Rangers to bounce back from this, the obvious disappointment in Stephen Gerrard's voice to losing last night to show okay we're not going to win a cup but we're still going to finish the league season on a high ahead of getting the trophy against Aberdeen on May the 15th. And here was Stephen Gerrard speaking about, well, he was the man of the night, wasn't he? Speaking about the goalie. Well, look, it's a difficult one to plan for because, you know, it's one of them situations, you know, when you ever face that, it's very rare and it's quite unique. But when it does happen and someone's six foot eight, common sense normally means that one of the big guys goes and challenges with, with, with Xander and that filters down and one of the little guys is maybe the free man rather than someone who's six foot eight. That's the common sense thing. The players haven't smelt that and dealt with that. Collectively, we'll take responsibility for it, but we've we've made to pay for one unique situation tonight, which is a six foot eight goalkeeper coming up and getting a free header in your box. That's not good enough. <laughs> he's mentioned that about three yeah. times. Yeah. Xander mustard heels on. Yeah. Yeah. A pair of high he's, heels. he's making a point to his, yeah. his players. Yeah. They should have smelt it. Smelt and it and dealt it. Dealt it. Yeah. Dealt with it. Dealt. And they didn't. And that's the... That's the thing, the word will come back to. Take responsibility. Know that you need to just defend that with everything you've got. If you defend that corner kick, the game's won. Best goalie goal ever can we remember over the years? You did mention it a moment or two. You both came up with the same one. Carlisle goalie, yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. Saved him for getting relegated in yeah. the conference. Sure, Nigel Pearson was the manager that mm-hmm. day, Carlisle, wasn't he? And tell us, it, remind those who... Oh, don't remember what happened uh, corner just, kick up yeah. there in the last minute of the game same thing kept Carlyle yeah. in, in the league because they were dropping down at they the actually scored that goal yeah. the opposition took kick off the whistle went is that right? Yeah. here is the man of the night it's uh, Xander Clark he joined us first on this programme but no listen it's just one of those that you just go up and hope to try and cause a bit of havoc everybody's got a, a certain player that they need to be marking you know and nobody's ever ever going to be Martin May and if somebody does then it's usually one of the bigger ones that will go on, on the goalie so I was just trying to create that sort of uncertainty say I find I see the ball come to me and just get a glance on it and you know it hits Kano and goes in and that was that was that a great a great feeling um, so I'll need to try and see if the chairman will give me an assist bonus and then the penalties you're, you're focused on it you know it's you're down and out and it's just as I say I always say a penalty shoot it's a lottery it's just a case of if you've done your homework you know you can you give yourself a chance you had and you know thankfully save the first one listen the standard of penalties for, for the boys is incredible and then obviously to save the the other one and, and Ali putting it away after that to, to take us through is, is brilliant that's in credit credit to the boys as well the, the standard of penalties for them was unbelievable Barry the people often say oh in Scotland it's going to be Celtic or Rangers who win it shows you there are other teams and they've got talent yeah 100% and it shows like if you're Rangers or Celtic your favourites if you're no on your game um, you've got an opportunity to get beat and that, that was the case last night and as I said you look at the teams watching St. Johnson last night, you've got to be impressed with them. 
That as simple as that. They're, they're a team I enjoy watching. Um, as I said, there's ov- there's obviously a lot of work that goes into that team on the training ground, and that's all credit to Callum Davis and his staff. Killy coming up against St. Mirren. We're back tomorrow night. Rob McLean will be here with John Hartson, Stephen Craig, and Barry, and Mark. Thanks very much. We're back tomorrow night, live at five. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy.